0: I'm so happy you found your way to this podcast, mindful parenting in a messy world. I love for you to become a part of my community. So if you feel inspired, please visit www.beamindfulparent.com and sign up to my newsletter for signing up. You'll receive the busy parents guide to practicing mindfulness, which includes learnings, meditations and practices to support your path. Also, if you love this podcast, please subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. Life is messy, and it's exactly within this messiness where our greatest opportunities for growth live. We are in this together. Let's go, or should I say, let's be. Pause, deep breath. Thank you for being here. Welcome back to the podcast, Mindful Parenting in a Messy World. I'm your host, Michelle Gale, and I am here with an incredible woman. Her name is Lisa Rueff. She is an entrepreneur who has accomplished more in the last five years than most people do in a lifetime, and that is serious. From creating Sparked, an innovative game company, to building an orphanage and school in Haiti, leading international humanitarian retreats, to running a wish granting music foundation and most recently, launching Collective Hearts. Her mission is to ignite and amplify more inspiration, love, and generosity worldwide. So today, specifically, you'll be learning about Spark, this game with inspiration, heart, and hilarity, which I have and I play and I love. Lisa created this game to bring people together to celebrate, inspire, and uplift each other. It's meaningful, impactful, and a revolutionary new way to play and engage people and bring out the best in each other. Welcome, Lisa. Thank you. I'm honored to be part of your podcast. Really excited to have you here. I'm really excited to share this game and share you with our listeners. Can you tell us? I mean, there's so much I want to ask you. You have such an interesting background and so many amazing things that you've done, as everyone heard in the introduction. But what inspired you to begin to start to design Sparked? It's this beautiful game. You can tell us what, what inspired you to design it and then also kind of tell us a little bit about it so we can get the territory of where we're in here.
1: Wonderful. Uh, so I created Sparked because I was being invited to a lot of different um, gatherings and dinner parties. And I um, I was finding that people, the, the conversation was getting very political and negative and heavy and gossipy. And it's just not a place I like to be. Uh, I, I'm all about inspiration and love and kindness. And it's, it's really a place that I feel much more at home in. Uh, I have a background in teaching yoga and then doing a lot of humanitarian work. And through yoga and my humanitarian work, I was meeting so many people that are just leading such inspirational lives and uh, just leading with love and generosity. And the more I spent time in the yoga community and in the philanthropic humanitarian community, I just felt so inspired and uplifted. And um, then being back in the States, like I live in California, and uh, I was just invited to these different gatherings. And very soon, a lot of the gatherings, there were some women's gatherings, and it was just heavy and negative. And um, I just wanted to change that. And then some back-to-back events happened that were quite instrumental in the um, process of creating Sparked. I was invited to one gathering, and um, a, a mother of two 16-year-old daughters had overheard her 16-year-old twins comparing themselves to some uh, celebrities that celebrity, uh, it was, it's a celebrity family, and um, who they, they were, the girls were trying to name who they were more like. Mm-hmm. And the mother was not very impressed by the daughters wanting to be more like these these two celebrities. Wow. <laughs> I'm not going to mention names. Um, so she decided, you know what? I'm actually going to have a dinner party where I'm going to invite nine women in the community that I feel are doing great work in the world, and I'm going to bring them to uh, and have my daughters present. So I get a call from this woman that I did not even know. Um, her name. Um, she, she she called me up and she said, "Hi." Uh, My name is Anastasia, and I've been to quite a few of your fundraisers for your children's home and school that you built in Haiti. And I'm wondering if you could come to a dinner party that I'm hosting a week from today. So I went, and I showed up. I did not know any of the women. We all sat at this table. There were nine of us, so 10 of us, 10 women total, and our twin 16-year-old daughters sat at the center of the table sitting across from each other. Mm. And the mother orchestrated this dinner where she said, okay, why don't we all share a little bit about the work we do in the world? And we all went around and shared maybe three to five minutes of the work we were doing. One woman was more inspiring than the next. And after like the second woman started sharing, the twin daughters started interrupting. They were so inspired and intrigued. So by the time we all went around the first round, the, the twin daughters interrupted after every person talked. They were so amplified and excited. Wow. Um, and we all felt really inspired and connected. And then she had us do another round. Um, it was January of that year. And she had to share something we wanted to accomplish or do either that month or that year. You know, everyone's got their intentions and resolutions. So we all went around and everyone just got even more excited, you know, just hearing about everyone's dreams and ideas and intentions for the year ahead. Then she had us do one last round where she had to share something we wanted to, uh, something we wanted to, oh, something we needed help with. Mm. And uh, before we went to the next person, she said, okay, you know, after the first person spoke, she said, why don't we all, we all know a little bit about them. Why don't we all give them ideas or people they could contact, or perhaps we could even help them but let's all like, you know, let's, let's give this person who needs help some ideas of how they can um, get to the next step. It was like a mastermind group, really. It was amazing. And after we, after like each person shared, like I got flooded with ideas and they were tangible, they were impactful. And I, w- I started to implement the next day. The most amazing thing though, was we felt so deeply connected with each other. We felt inspired, um, and I, I drove away that night. It was such a juicy, wonderful night that I wanted like, every night after that to be that engaging and that inspiring where people just not only wanted to connect with one another, but they wanted to lift each other up. And we've been meeting ever since then and continuing to support one another. Oh my gosh, I are goosebumps everywhere. I've never heard that story. That is beautiful. Thank you. Well, <laughs> so that's what sparked the idea for the game. That's what sparked the idea. So.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. And I will share, um, I I actually was one of your early funders. We don't live far from each other and we've kind of been swirling each other's circles, Lisa and I, for a long time. We just only met in the last couple of months for the first time in person. But I was one of your early, I think, GoFundMe campaign or whatever you had. Um, I saw that come through and I I saw the idea for it. I'm like, yes, yes, I can support this. So I gave enough money so that I would get the game, you know, when it first came out. Yeah. I got it, and I gifted it also to a friend, and, and I hadn't played it. it was a, I only played it, like, I don't know how long ago that was. How long ago was that? A year and a half?
1: More? That you played? When were the first games sent out? Oh, December of 2016.
0: Oh, my God, that's so embarrassing. So I had the game in my closet, and I was looking at it, and I, walked, I never coordinated a night. And finally, a couple of months ago... I decided all, I have a husband and two sons and they were all going to be out for the evening. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I have the house alone. We all know, right? I don't, I don't know how other people feel, but I'm like, wow, (laughs) this is awesome. And then I just had this thought, you know, I really, I I have a commitment for 2018 and moving forward that I want to spend more kind of juicy time with women in my life. Very much like how you were just describing. So I said, I'm going to invite a bunch of women over to play this game. Finally. And I figured, you know, I'd send it out to 15 women and four would show up maybe, right? It's last minute on a Saturday. 13 of the 15 came. They came. I live in Marin where you live. They came from the East Bay. They came over bridges. They came from everywhere. And I'm getting a little teary just even thinking about it. We sat around this table and played this game and laughed and cried and connected and everyone felt like most people did not know each other. Most people mm-hmm. there I knew everyone, but most of them did not know each other. And by the time it was over, everyone was in love with one another. And there were connections made and friendships began and and I've had people reach out to me, are you gonna coordinate, you know, another night? So, yes, please, and I yeah, want to be there. Yeah, I, know, I know you want to be invited next time. You are invited next time. So I can't wait to do it again. And there was something just magical about it, and I really appreciate it. Would you tell people a little bit about what happens? I could you can describe it better than I can. What happens
1: when you play the game? Like, what can people expect? What is that? What are they actually doing? So the game, uh, it's the we. I have a partner, her name is Jen Mazer, and we design the game to bring people together to connect, celebrate, elevate, and inspire one another. There's eight categories of the game. There is uh, adventure, inspiration, gratitude, generosity, love, passion, opportunity, and happiness. And the game also comes with, the cards are beautiful. We we spent a lot of time on the game design the box itself, we wanted it to be so beautiful that you'd have on your coffee table rather than tuck in a closet. And it's wonderful because a lot of, a lot of people I know actually have them on their coffee tables and, uh, which also leads to impromptu card game sessions. Mm. Uh, the game also comes with a magic wand I love and it. it's wow, this I love gold her. sparkly wand that serves as both. It's, it's empowering and very, and very playful. Uh, that was the first component I wanted in the game because I find that that the more people can, can connect with that playful, playful part of themselves, yeah. that it's just, it, it brings out, it brings out the jo- joie de vie in everyone. It brings out the joy and it brings out just a, 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 like authenticity. Yeah. Um, and there's also, there so, what, so what comes you. with the game? There's well, two, there's well, a spin well, wheel. Something about the sparkly wand. I don't mean to interrupt you, but just oh, no problem. It's
0: really what everyone's listening to. It really encourages mindful listening right? So it's kind of like being in a, in a, in a container, in a circle where you pass around the stick and who has the stick is the one that's talking when that, when that sparkly wand gets passed from one person to the next, all of a sudden everyone drops in and this mindful listening happens. You really put your attention on that person. So I just wanted to weave that in because that's something we've talked about in the podcast over time. And it really just encourages that deep listening.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that yeah
0: yeah so continue
1: sorry so i was uh sharing so it comes with a wand it also comes with two opening and a closing pack um so there's five cards in the opening opening round and five in the closing round and the opening round they serve as icebreakers. like one of my favorite questions is uh, uh what is what was your favorite part of today before this moment uh and you know, pick up the wand, share your answer, and then pass the wand in a circular motion until the circle is complete. it's circle is complete. Why do we answer that question right now? Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, what's funny is it's ten twenty in the morning. So, <laughs> uh, my favorite part of today is actually I taught a yoga class at six this morning. Um, I taught a yoga class at Yoga Works, and I had the most people I've had at that time at that in the class. It, I just started teaching the class a month ago. And it, a, it's a, a woman at the end of the class said, I can't even tell you how much I look forward to coming to your yoga classes. They bring me so much joy and they're really inspiring. And I um, can I have the music from today? <laughs> wow. Because I, I play very inspirational songs during my yoga classes. So that really made my day because waking up at 5.30 in the morning to teach a yoga class isn't always easy. Wow. Uh, so just, just to like know that I'm making an impact made my day. What was your favorite part of today?
0: My favorite part of today was, oh, I know, um, you know, I got up and I exercised, which was not my favorite part of the day, but it was good. And then I made lunches for my family. And, um, and it was that moment of saying goodbye to my youngest son has gotten in the car with my husband and he said, goodbye mommy. And, and I said, goodbye, but he didn't hear me because um, he, I heard him say goodbye, mommy, again. So I went right outside and I made sure I, he could see my eyes. And I said, goodbye, Brody. I love you. And I saw his little mouth move. I
1: love you. Aww.
0: <laughs> so that was definitely the, the, the best moment of the day.
1: So far. I love that.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: No. Yay. So that's, <laughs> I mean, and it lights you up. Like I love the, the fact that when you're sitting around hearing about everyone's favorite moments of the day, it not only make it not only encourage you you to reflect back on everything you experienced that day and just remember the highlights and what brought you joy, but then you get to also experience everyone else's joy. And uh, I, I've gotten what's what's been wonderful about Sparked is I've gotten to play this at all different kinds of scenarios. I've gotten to go into boardrooms. I've gotten to um, go on people's yoga retreats. I've gotten to lead Sparked for 150 people at a conference at a time. Uh, And actually the largest one I've done is 350 at one one time, people playing Sparked. And it's just so wonderful to see people in a room lit up. And often, as you were saying, a lot of people don't know one another, but they feel deeply connected immediately by just getting to learn more about a person, and and just like what brings a person joy, what makes their heart smile, learning about their experiences, and um, mm. so other parts of the game. So there's going back to like the components of the game. There's 250 cards total, and in the middle of the the way the way the card the way the game is laid out is there's a spin wheel, a really colorful spin wheel, in, that you place in the center. And then I was mentioning there's eight categories. So for instance, like the category and the cards for the color, for love are like a really beautiful pink color. Uh, Whereas gratitude is like a periwinkle blue color. Inspiration is more turquoise color. So the spin wheel is laid out. It looks like, you know, a a rainbow spin wheel. And um, then once you start to play, if you land on, for instance, if you land on inspiration, and you pick a card, there's seven different ways of playing the card, depending on what it says at the top of the card. Mm-hmm. So for instance, if it says group spark, everybody would answer the question. So say the question says, if you could invite anybody to a dinner party throughout history, who would it be? Then every party, everybody in the circle would go around and name their particular person. Mm-hmm. If it had said 20 questions at the top of that card, then everybody would... The person who picked that card, say it's the same question. If you could, if you could invite one famous person throughout history to a dinner party, that person would pick the. That person would come up with the um, answer, and we could only ask them yes or no questions. Mm. If it said "secret spark" at the top, we'd all uh, the, we'd all write our answer on a sheet of paper. We'd fold up the paper, and then we would try to guess who who would have said that question. So it's fun because there's all different kinds of way to play the game. There's, there's one, there's one of the, one of the categories is called spread the spark and it actually invites you to get out your phone. Now there's only one of these per category, so there's not that many, but it encourages you to get out your phone and reach out to someone who's not in the room to make their day. So for instance, the inspiration one says get out your phone or text some or write a note to text or reach out to that person later uh, that they inspire you and, and share with them why. And so what's so fun under the loved one, it encourages you to, you, everyone set a timer and, uh, for two minutes and text as many people as you can a message telling them you love or appreciate them. Mm-hmm. And so, what happens there is all of a sudden, you know, we put our phones away after the two minutes. Although people always want to go more, they're like, "Wait, wait, can we can we do another two minutes?" Because it's just so fun, like letting people know you appreciate and love them. But everyone's phones are tucked away, and then all of a sudden, everyone's phones start dinging because you've made people's day, and they want to hear. You know, they want to let you know, "Well, wow, you, I love and appreciate you too." So, uh, the idea is like, how can we spark each other with ideas, love, inspiration, and joy? And then, how can we spark that in ourselves. So mm-hmm. there's a whole category dedicated to the category opportunity is dedicated to your aspirations, your dreams. Like if, um, you know, one of them is, uh, share about an upcoming experience you're looking forward to in the next month, or if, you, uh, what is something you're wanting to be invited to take part in or do, um, what's something you would like to do a year from today that's been mm-hmm. a big dream or aspiration? I can and then, really imagine
0: like mothers and daughters sitting around playing this. Do, have you found, like, so it's very feminine, you know, the box and the whole game has a very feminine feeling, but I could really imagine playing it. I haven't played it with my kids, but I definitely could imagine playing it with my boys. Have you had that experience of mixed um, genders playing
1: it together? Absolutely. So what happened was we. My partner and I, Jen, we originally created the game More for Women. Yeah. So I do a lot of work with women just in the work that I do, even in yoga. You know, I had um, 22 people in yoga class today. There were two men, 20 women. So uh, the, what's happened, though, is guys love to play this game. I have one guy friend. He hosts a Spark dinner party once a month. He has five men and five women that he invites and always different people. Uh, I, I actually was at a, a, a Sparked dinner party last Friday night. A friend of mine just launched a storytelling t- story story series at her home. And she had um, 20 people at her home and she had me as the first guest speaker. And uh, she had me speak about my journey creating Sparked. And then we played Sparked all night long. And there were actually more men than women. And the guys loved it. Um, and they, it, what was so fun is the guys were like, where do I get a copy of this? I want to bring this into my workspace. We need a lot more of this in the world. Mm-hmm. You also mentioned mothers and daughters. One of my favorite things I've gotten to do is facilitate mother and daughter events, whether it's been mother and daughter conferences or uh, mother and daughter game nights or lunches. And it is so bonding, not only for the, the mothers and daughters, but also the, you know, the, the women and girls in general, as well as the teens connecting and the mothers connecting. And it's just, it's such a beautiful experience. Mm-hmm. I mentioned that first card about the dinner party. One of my favorite experiences was just hearing, walking around at the tables and hearing like, um, so the dinner party one is actually a secret spark where everyone writes their answer on a sheet of paper and they guess who says what. Um, so it, imagine at one dinner party, like at one table, there was going to be like, Britney Spears next to Martin Luther King, next to Justin Bieber, next to Jesus, next to Gandhi. Because all the parents are saying, like, Gandhi, Martin Luther King, if they could invite one famous person to a dinner party. Whereas the, the teenagers are like, oh, Justin Bieber, Britney Spears. <laughs> so we were just envisioning this hilarious dinner party of who would sit next to who and the conversations that would ensue. Oh, my gosh.
0: That's so much fun. That's so yeah.
1: fun.
0: <laughs> And what do you say to people? So uh, just knowing all the work you do, it's all so positive. Do you ever hear... And I don't know if this is a hard question for you to answer or not. Um, you know, it's just all too Pollyanna for me. Like this is all just too positive, too Pollyanna. What do you say to people?
1: If, well, you know, it's interesting and I'm glad you brought that up is when I was coming up with the game, the, the idea of the game, I, um, I did a lot of play testing. I had a mentor uh, and, a, and an advisor who actually had yeah. a game company. Who uh, who who led me through how to create how to successfully create a game, Mm -hmm. and she had me do a lot of game testing nights where I would get a lot of feedback, and as a result, 150 people, men and women, played this game before we even brought it to market, and did a lot of changing as a result. Mm -hmm. And there were quite a few women that were like, "Okay, I am type A personality. I am alpha. I need." because it's a non-competitive game. Right. And so they were saying like, we need like, there needs to be some kind of competition. And so it was interesting because I would like, just try a few rounds and see what happens. And after like three rounds, they were all like, oh my God, don't change a thing. Like, this is actually, this is what we need. And -hmm. this is exactly like, I, I, you know, and they, so it's it's interesting because it's also a moment of reflection. Of it, it doesn't always have to be competitive,
0: yeah. and
1: there are at the same time competitive moments in the game. For instance, twenty questions, like whoever answers first, yeah. or with secret sparked, I was sharing that you write your answer initiative a sheet of paper. Whoever guesses the first person, there's a feeling of like, oh, I got that one, and here's why I guess this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Overall, people really appreciate the fact that it's non-competitive, and you're just elevating each other. And especially right now, what's been happening in our national dialogue with just a lot of division and, 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 and just negativity in a lot of conversations, the politics, mm-hmm. people are so grateful for the opportunity to just come to a space where it is almost Pollyanna to, you know, it, it, it I don't consider this game Pollyanna is, is more as just uplifting and fun and joyful. Mm-hmm. Um, people are grateful and, and are seeking that at this point, like, you know, and and I make it a point now on a daily basis when I interact with people, whether it's my barista or if I'm in line at a grocery store or you know, I am always engaging people in conversation. I'm off my phone and I'm saying, "Hey, what was your favorite part of today?" or "What um, what are you most looking forward to in the upcoming month?" Because I'm finding and people love engaging in those conversations. Yeah. Um, need more so. of
0: that. I mean, that's kind of seems to be what's missing. You know, you really do. I mean, often we'll go out to eat and like everyone is on their phone, you know, a yeah. table literally on their phone and walking down the street, you know, sometimes no one will look up. I mean, there's not even that connection, that eye connection. So I really do feel like this this game and also all the other things you work on, which are all <laughs> in the world are just kind of this, you know, this, there's like this pendulum swing that happens, you know, that we kind of almost need to swing back, you know, more towards the middle because of course we want to be able to hold discomfort and be with sadness. You know, that's so much of what we've often talked about on, on the podcast You know, being able to tolerate discomfort and sit in it and be with it without collapsing. And so we need those, um, capacities within us, but we also need this capacity that you're offering the world, which is to experience our joy, to experience our happiness, right? We can be just as mindful of, you know, of happiness as anxiety. And we want to notice both,
1: right? Absolutely. And to your point, when you first started talking about how you had your, you know, the dinner party and you were laughing, you were crying, not every question is joyful and uplifting. Some of it is really deep and, and it's, it's also asking you like, okay let's get authentic let's get real and wow. it's also you know there's questions in the love category that focus more on self love mm-hmm. and you know what you know share about qualities that you appreciate about yourself so there's qualities there's questions that also lend it, lend themselves to vulnerability and people giving people the invitation to speak about themselves in ways they're not used to doing um, you know I mean, I just named one of them. (laughs) Are are there any ways you can put your? Here's another one. Are there any areas in your life where you can put yourself higher on your to-do list, Mm -hmm. Uh, or you're amazing? Name one reason why, and that can be very challenging for people just to say one reason that they're that they're amazing, and then and I've been in situations where people like uh, they're stumped, and then all of a sudden people share with them reasons why they're amazing, and. It, it lights them up and people feel like they can own more of their own inner awesomeness is what I like to call it, or inner amazingness. Yeah, we get permission. So, we get permission.
0: Yeah. Kind of talking back to that inner critic that we all have, right? It's much easier. You know, I do executive coaching and it's always much easier for people to point out what they struggle with than what they're really good at, you know, yeah. in their organization and in their jobs and what they do. And so, you know, and that's just brain science, you know, that's kind of biology. We're still waiting for the um, saber-toothed tiger to come out from behind the cave, and we're not living in those environments anymore. So now it's just kind of this emotional drain that we all are having, right? We're always looking for what's wrong and what's not going well. And yeah. really what you're offering in this that I see is helping to train ourselves to be able to look at the beauty within us and look, you know, at at the goodness and be able to name it.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting, like there's one card that under the opportunity that says, um, behind every obstacle is an opportunity, name a recent challenge you've overcome and what you've learned from it. And then it also says, receive a round of applause after you answer. Mm -hmm. Uh, but that's also led to, You know, it's also encouraging people to talk about their struggles and what what they've been through, um, and just to feel to see that we all struggle and we all go through heart wrenching experiences, and that's how we grow and learn. And yeah, and
0: then to be witnessed, you know, yeah, in it—that's the power. I mean, the power of being witnessed as you're sharing, you know, those difficult things. There's just such a beauty and a power in it, and healing.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. One of my favorite experiences too, um, or just, it was a very transformative experience, uh, playing spark. This was shortly after the election last year. It was actually before the games came out or, you know, in November of 2016. um, So the games actually physically didn't come out until December of 2016 when you got your game. But I was still, I was in New York. I was invited to go out there and and do some Sparks experiences. And there was a one, that question came up uh, or the the prompt came up of send out a text message to as many people you can telling them you love or appreciate them. And we all frantically got out our, or not frantically, but we got all their phones. And then we frantically started texting people messages. You know, we had the minute or two. And then we expanded it to another two minutes. And then there was a woman in the circle who, uh, you know, you know, how you can set special ringtones to your phone. Mm -hmm. So we, I asked everyone, you know, put your phones away. And she, um, got a special phone ringtone and she gasps and she looks at her phone and it ends up, it's her dad calling and she starts crying and we're like, what's going on? And she's like, and she, she's like, oh my gosh. And she said, I've been estranged from my father for over a month now. We have very different political views and um, I haven't talked to him and I've missed him. I'm, I'm crying right now. Mm. She's like, I've missed him so much. And I, I, he was the first person I texted and I haven't reached out to him. Like we've had no communication. And she's like, but I just, I felt compelled to let him know I, I'm crying, <laughs> to let him know I love and appreciate him. And so she said, do you guys mind if I go call him? Cause he's calling, you know, like she, and we're, we're like, go, go. And we all start crying. Yeah. She comes back a few minutes later and she's got tears in her eyes and she's like, Oh my gosh, my dad and I just totally had the most beautiful conversation. Sorry. I'm like totally crying. She's like, um, my dad and I had the most beautiful conversation and um, I'm going to see him next week. It was, it was Thanksgiving, 2016. And she said, I'm going to go on visit him the week after Thanksgiving. And she's like, I'm so grateful for this. And she said, and, she said, and actually, I'm wondering if I can bring the game Sparked with me because it's not out yet, and I'm, that's all I want to do with my dad is play this game. Like, I don't want to talk politics at all. So we all were, like, crying and laughing, and um, and she, she, she... Like, they're so close as to this day, and uh, they've never talked about politics again. Mm-hmm. So who knows how long that would have taken for mm-hmm. them to... For them to have, you know, like... I, I'm sure they would have talked again, um, but it's been amazing just to see how Spark has touched people in so many different ways. Mm. And uh, I've heard that time and time again, just experiences where people have just really gotten, have made amends with people as a result of this game, have been able to forgive people, um, have connected with long lost uh, people who they've had challenges with. Um, Mm And so it's not all just, you know, joy and fluffy and Pollyanna. It's also like, it's deep. It's heartfelt. It's deep. It's meaningful. It's impactful, and it's uh, It's. It, I, I call it a revolutionary new game because it really is. It's different than any other game out there. So absolutely, it, and, you, and the you, hope is a portal for magic and love. <laughs> <laughs> That's the magic wand. We all are. That's the thing. It's just, we, we forget I our
0: magic. Know. You make it happen. You, we, I, I, no one can see, obviously, but you should take a look at Lisa's website. What's your website, Lisa, so everybody knows what it is?
1: Well, the Sparked one is playsparked.com, P-L-A-Y-S-P-A-R-K-E-D.com. And I also have my main website is Collective Hearts, um, C-O-L-L-E-C-T-I-V-E-H-E-A-R-T-S.
0: Collectivehearts.net. And
1: And you can also access Spark through Collective Hearts.
0: And it also has these necklaces on them that I have one. In fact, I was just telling Lisa that the clasp broke because I'm wearing it so much. And (laughs) I need to get it fixed because I'm missing wearing it. It's this big, beautiful silver or gold heart. It's big. And I wear it and connect with people and people comment on it. And I end up talking to people. And so it's just, you know, it's another way that it just
1: brings like love into the world. So thank you. Well, it's oh, interesting that you say that because it's because of spark that I created the necklaces mm-hmm. and what was happening with Spark was I was finding that, you know, I was sharing that I created sparked and I mean, I created the necklaces in November of last year in November of 2017. And I was finding that our national dialogue was becoming more negative, more, you know, divisive. And especially with Sparked, there's a question in the Spark game that says, um, what do you believe is the most uplifting thing happening in the world today? And when I first came out with the game, this was in like, I was playtesting it in January of 2016. People were, you know, it was just easy to talk about like uplifting fun things. And as the months went on, people were finding it more and more challenging mm. to say like, what was the most uplifting thing? Which... it you know, I surround myself with like joy and I'm a, I'm a natural born sunny optimist. So it, it wasn't, di- it's not difficult for me to focus on uplifting things. Um, but it's, it can be very challenging right now with, if you're, if you stay attuned to the news and the national dialogue. So I was like, wow, there needs to be more visible signs of just love. Mm. And so I created this huge heart, as you said, I mean, it's a really, it's, 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 it's a large heart. That's, although it's very delicate, it's made, um, I designed it and then it's heartcrafted each one, you know, handcrafted, hardcrafted, by a very fine jeweler. Who's one of my best friends and it, it's very delicate. She works with the finest of metals, um, but unbelievably powerful. Mm -hmm. And I came up with them, the idea in November of 2011, they're all being handcrafted by hand. And I have sold over 600 of them since November just from my website and from people buying them, literally off my neck all the time. I go to post offices. I go to grocery stores. I, I've had people... I mean, I was at... <laughs> I, I was at Bed Bath & Beyond yesterday and I sold a necklace off my neck. Oh my I, I was at a post office like last week and a grocery store last week. And actually, two nights ago, at my local grocery store, I sold two necklaces. It is unbelievable what's happening because people love seeing love and yeah. there's something about this necklace that's so inviting in it's perched right above your heart and it's like wow it's it it just invites people into a conversation there's yeah. not a day that goes by where I want to say 30% of the people I see ask me about the necklace. Yeah, I know. Which always leads me to asking sparked questions because then I say, you know, they'll compliment, like, say, oh my gosh, that necklace is so beautiful. And then I'll say, thank you so much. And I'm like, what brings your heart joy? Or, you know, and yeah. it's so wonderful because then that's an e- the easy way for me to engage with, in people with questions that uplift and inspire everyone. Ooh, so you
0: have a few sparked questions in the box, you know. Pardon? And- you should have a few Sparked questions in the box. <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lisa, we're running out of time, but thank you so much for sharing about the Sparked game and sharing your heart and you know, who you are as a human being. I am really feel lucky to know you and grateful to share you with everyone here. And um, definitely go to um, Lisa's website, collectivehearts.com. Uh, .net, not .com, collectivehearts.net. She also does some online classes, and you can check out where she's going to be in the world and what she's going to be doing. And, um, yeah, just a really wonderful person to follow. Anything else I didn't say, Lisa, that you want to add?
1: Um, no, I think that's... Oh, oh, yeah. Um, I do want to share that everything I do, there's a nonprofit component. Uh, the Sparked Game, 10% of the proceeds goes to uh, organization, that supports girls in our country nationwide Mm -hmm. it supports their community it's a it's a wonderful organization that supports high school girls mentoring middle school girls Mm and everything from, from community service to leadership and it's an incredible program and the necklaces that i make 10% 10% of the proceeds benefit the children's home and school I've built in Haiti. So mm-hmm. everything I do, I do uh, with, from love and uh, <laughs> with generosity and kindness in mind. That's
0: beautiful. Thank you for being with us today.
1: Thank you for the opportunity.
0: Yeah, and I'm going to say goodbye to our listeners. Thank you for giving us your time and your presence today. May you meet this moment fully. May you meet this moment with kindness towards yourself and others. Thanks for listening to Mindful Parenting in a Messy World. Michelle's new book, Mindful Parenting in a Messy World, Living with Presence and Parenting with Purpose, is now available at Amazon
1: and at mindfulparentingbook.com. Get your copy today.